0: <laughs> reminds me to keep my clothes on. So <laughs> it's a plus. Oh, wait.
1: I can't take them off.
0: Oh. I didn't say you couldn't.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode four of On an Unrelated Note. And it has been a very long time since episode three. But either way, I'm still Chris and alongside me is still Daniel. How are you doing, sir?
0: I am, am great. I'm excited that we're up to four now because I'm learning to count progressively higher with each episode.
1: Uh, to be fair, our counting is pretty terrible and it's what almost two years in the making now, so um, we're failing miserably at counting.
0: I'm a slow learner.
1: <laughs> I, uh, we, we made a lot of big promises in the last episode and uh, I, I said we were for sure going to have a weekly episode no matter what. And I believe it was the week after we recorded and I posted the episode, uh, my entire family got COVID. So that kind of threw things for a loop. I
0: guess that can be a legitimate reason. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I have to tell you, I'm not sure I've ever felt that sick in my life. The last thing I wanted to do was look away from... Uh, any spot on the wall I could find that made my headache feel like it didn't exist. Oh man.
0: Yeah. That sounds terrible. I, uh, you know, I mean, I guess we could have done an episode about how sick you felt, but sure to that <laughs> it's probably best that we took a, a bit of a break.
1: It's uh, it would have been quite the episode of nothing else. I, um, honestly it's, it's an interesting Illness. I, uh, you know, this, most people listening probably don't, but uh, I, uh, it, it's been since September 22nd since the last time I truly tasted food and smell comes and goes. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. Uh, things don't smell like they're supposed to all the time. So that's, a, that's another weird side effect.
0: It's an opportune time to like eat all the healthy food you don't like and do things like, I don't know, change diapers or something.
1: <laughs> that's the worst part is uh, usually one of my kids yells, oh, Sire's diaper needs to be changed. It's like, oh, sorry. I didn't know.
0: You'll never know.
1: <laughs> like it's been three days. Maybe he's potty trained now. Oops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that's unfortunate. I, uh, I don't know Uh feel like you know sending you something to make you uh get that off your mind but you know all I can think of is like food and that wouldn't really help.
1: <laughs> I, I I'll tell you the, the worst the worst decision I made they make these little they they look like little pieces of candy. They're I guess technically pills from some sort of fruit. And I don't even remember what they're called. It's like the miracle fruit or something like that and you put it on your tongue and you let it dissolve so it it gets all over your taste buds because the thing is while I can't taste I know salty I know sweet and I know spicy like those things are always still there so I took this miracle thing and it was a terrible decision because we we had a a taco bar from Moe's or Qdoba somewhere that night and Everything I ate was really sweet, so I'd take a bite of the taco, it was sweet. Take a drink of my water, it was sweet. It was the probably the worst experience with food I've had outside of not tasting. I do not recommend doing that when you can't taste already, because you don't want to make weird taco sweet foods. It's not fun.
0: Yeah, getting uh, getting pills and candy mixed up probably isn't a good idea to start <laughs> with, so... <laughs>
1: I mean, Lesson some of them, for the
0: kids out there,
1: some of them call the pills candy, I guess. No, it's not.
0: It. Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that sucks. Stop putting sweet and low on your tacos, I guess. <laughs>
1: that's just a uh, sage advice in general for life. I think
0: it's uh, sweet and
1: low advice. Whether or <laughs> not you put
0: sage on your tacos is up to you. <laughs>
1: So uh, as far as uh, the world, I, I really believed at this point the world would be slightly better, and it seemed to be trending in that direction, and then we decided to take a turn for crap again, so that's exciting.
0: I thought it would either be back to normal or it would have come to an end, and yet we're still somewhere in the middle.
1: Although I feel like there's an entire group of people who have decided it's come to an end, and they're not going to listen to anyone
0: yes there is that and that's why we are where we are today so.
1: thank you people oh who did we just make mad
0: uh, you know i don't even
1: care <laughs>
0: at this point
1: so i will say we back in march i think we got tired of sitting in this house never doing anything and we said screw it and we did within a, about a month's time span did two different things um my wife and I went to Dollywood and stayed at the Dreammore, which is one of the nicest resorts I have ever stayed at. And it was amazing in the morning out back. They have a, a deck area with rocking chairs and it's it's where their pools and their hot tubs and all that are. But it was nice. We, we grabbed our coffee and went outside and the fog was coming up over the mountains. So it was a it's, it's a pretty perfect scenery experience, if nothing else. I, I highly recommend any any chance to go to the dream War that that people go there. But it was weird, where it was March. It was still in that kind of cold phase. and it was it was about fifty degrees when we went over to the the theme park. But it was a nice experience because limited capacity Dollywood made for much easier travel throughout the the walkways. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know, I think they're back to full capacity now, but I, the, I, it was worth it just for that. I, I liked the much, much, much smaller crowds.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. They should uh, have limited capacity just to do it just so we can have a, a reasonable
1: theme park experience. Uh, agreed. Uh, we, we had pretty much the same kind of a deal uh, a couple weeks later, I think it was we had another screw it and uh, booked, we bought our universal annual passes again. And this time we bought them for the whole family and booked a room at, uh, in the summer at Universal, which it's a little further than the other resorts. But I mean, even on the bus, it's just a couple minute ride. It's just, you don't have that nice walk. I guess you could walk, but it'd take a little while. But that that resort in general is one of my favorite places I've stayed at uh, for a family. And I don't know if, if this is like a make people mad statement who love Disney resorts, but I think by far Universal blows Disney out of the water when it comes to really accommodating a family at a decent price. And for the price we paid, we got a they call it a two bedroom suite the other bedroom is basically just the open room you walk into but i mean it accommodated the five of us just fine and we had plenty of room to move around the resort was huge and the park experience was it was a 50 50 uh i mean you know you you've been in florida long enough uh, the the sun in florida hate you pretty much year round i don't know <laughs> how much time you get in florida where it's not just blazing hot
0: it's it's not so bad um basically in the fall and winter um starting about november it's uh you're you're not being melted and you're good till uh, right about march um it's kind of weird um that you know what feels pleasant up north feels cold here because you're so used to it being hot that when it gets in the sixties, it feels miserable. Um, but it's still, um, uh, kind of nice to get a little variety.
1: Yeah. I, I very, very, very small scale experience that, uh, several years ago when we went, uh, it was, it was mid April, I think maybe early April and it was, right around 93 94 the first probably four days and then the fifth day it dropped to 60 And i was like holy cow i'm gonna freeze to death uh, i saw the temperature just like, what no <laughs> that's not cold
0: <laughs> it's really deceiving i mean you get acclimated to the heat really fast if you're down here for long and like you know when we moved everybody said oh it'll be really nice to be there for on vacation, but when you're there all the time, you'll get tired of the heat really fast. And that's probably the case for some people, but not for us. It's just, you know, it's, it's just weather eventually, unless you have to work outside on a daily yeah. basis or something.
1: Yeah, that, that could that make it a little rough. I, uh, I, I will say the experience in the parks was heavily based on the fact that the whole family was there. Um, We only did, the only Disney park we did was Magic Kingdom, but we pretty much did open to close. And it was a pretty pleasant because at the time, they were still requiring indoor and outdoor masks no matter what. And that was easier to do on Disney property because there are so many more things for us to do as a family. And I don't care what a posted wait said you basically waited for nothing. The Haunted Mansion, I think, said a 30 minute wait. We walked onto it. There was no waiting. It was the, the line was the wait. Uh, Of course, at the time, the stretching room was turned off. So you didn't get that whole experience. You just walked straight onto the ride. Uh, And then I think the only time we really waited for anything was Pirates of the Caribbean. And that was maybe a 35 minute wait, which still isn't terrible. Uh, the they had big plexiglass barriers and social distancing markers Uh, no one really paid attention to those so it didn't really matter Uh, on the Tomorrowland Speedway uh, myself and one of the kids were getting on it and the party behind us was so close to us that the cast member thought we were one big group (laughs) good good job guys good job (laughs)
0: yeah we've definitely had those experiences like people just don't understand personal space ordinarily yes and telling them they had to stay six feet apart didn't do anything to change that that they may have confused feet and inches i don't know but (laughs) uh, we had a very similar experience at universal um maybe around the same time actually i can't remember yeah it was the times that i went were Around the times that uh, that you were down here as well.
1: Oh, that's um, right. Yeah,
0: fairly close because that was right when we got our passes, um, and yeah, we
1: had the exact same experience with people just like very close to us at times. I uh, Universal was the the tough one just in general, and and I will say, I don't know really what the difference in the crowd was, but I did find. Maybe this is it. I feel like Disney World enforced the distancing measures and the masks a little tougher than Universal was enforcing them. Because at Universal, think... oh sorry, go ahead.
0: No, oh, I I think so. I have not. I've actually, gosh, I have not been to Disney World in almost two years now. Um, but that, from what I saw from you know videos and just heard anecdotally I, th- I think that's absolutely the case disney was as usual kind of the leader in um you know in theme park uh regulations and and really stuck to
1: it yeah and and you're you're right i feel like crowd control has always been like the peak thing for disney world or disney parks in general mm-hmm. whereas universal's crowd control is yeah whatever go on <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's a different flow too. I mean, Universal has more areas that are wider, yes, and so traffic's a little, a little easier to uh, to control uh, without any extra measures.
1: Yeah, and and. We didn't do, a. a, we went to Universal twice. Like the day we got there, we ran into the park because I I realized my family had never actually seen the park after dark. And I I think the park's pretty cool after dark. So we we ran in and did that. And then we came back a couple of days later and it was really hot. But that was the day I realized that there's not a lot of shade. And if you don't ride a lot of thrill rides, not a lot of air conditioning so <laughs> that that day didn't last very long
0: <laughs> yeah and that explains why it's a different experience for people depending on the kind of attractions that they like um, and then you know how the weather plays into that uh, may explain why i like so many dark rides and so many um you know kind of indoor shows and things of that nature
1: yeah that, that makes sense i um outside of that i i haven't been doing a whole lot of very exciting things um my uh my job got uh, i i think right when i was ready to record again my job got crazy and i was working insane hours but uh that's that's finally pulled back a little bit now so hopefully this time i'm not lying and we can <laughs> yeah. actually get uh, more episodes pushed out um we uh we have some things in the works. I've been talking to some people who are interested in, in joining us for episodes. And I, I don't really want to do it as like a, we interview you. I just, I would love for these people to come on and just do the whole show with us and just babble with us as we do.
0: Yeah, just hang out and be goofy with us. It's, uh, I don't really know any other way. Um, so yeah, we've got, uh, you know, if uh, the two of us, aren't entertaining enough, then, um, you know, imagine another person or two a lot like us and, you know, do with that what you will.
1: Oh yeah. And, uh, I've even, uh, people, I, I have started interacting with a lot on Twitter. Um, I've talked to about <clears throat> jumping on here. Um, and there's a couple really good, uh, theme park podcasts that, uh, that I listened to some of them said they'd be uh, more than happy to jump on here with us. And, I know that was a big thing in the beginning is we, we talk about theme parks a lot because we, we both in, in very different ways enjoy things um, in the theme parks, but uh, I, I definitely don't want this to be just that linear, um, but I, I am excited about having uh, the, that set of people on as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, people who can give a very different perspective of it, because even though I'm, you know, somewhat of a local um, adjacent to the theme parks now, um, I still do not make it a regular occurrence. So, getting some people on who are in the parks all the time, or at least paying attention to what's going on all the time, uh, could make things really interesting and provide a different a different viewpoint of the things that we we like to cover
1: yeah and uh completely shifting gears from that i uh we, <laughs> on an unrelated we, note yes this year <laughs> we uh we've talked about this a little outside of this um and i'm not gonna throw any spoilers out just just to say that um but i we both ended up watching suicide squad and Dude. i started watching and i haven't finished it yet uh, blood blood red sky is that what it's called yes uh, that one is <laughs> insane uh and then i also watched army of the dead and i don't believe you've watched that one is that correct i
0: have not it has come highly recommended and i'm lazy but
1: uh, it's, on, it's on my list it's a funny one for me because i felt like i i liked the direction style it was just very much like chaos and the action styles fun it's a little over the top goofy which is kind of what a movie like that needs to be I, my only issue is it's a really long movie I don't remember the exact runtime but it was not a short movie and by by the the two hour mark or so let me see. yeah it's two hours and 28 minutes is the runtime and by the two hour mark I feel like the movie should have stopped so the last half hour is just like oh what are you doing i feel like the whole movie just fell apart and i was really disappointed by that
0: that's that's kind of my hesitation Um, my time to watch uh, things of that nature um, kid free is pretty limited and so i usually look for things that i can knock out in 90 minutes or so two hours tops because it's rare, you know, otherwise I'm going to be watching a movie over the course of a week trying to get it all in when I can uh, watch it uh, in an appropriate location, I guess. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I was a little hesitant uh, for this one because I tried to watch um, the, uh, the new Justice League cut and, you know... Yeah, that's a, I,
1: that's an investment.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I may finish it by the end of the year, so, yeah, to, to take the plunge on a, another uh, Zack Snyder slog is uh, <laughs> more than I'm willing to do at the moment. But I don't know. Um, the subject matter works for me. So, you know, I'll just have to do it at some point.
1: It, it is interesting, like given he directed both, like just how different the movies are. And like I mean, it's good to be versatile, but I, I feel like he's notorious for doing that for like building what should be a good story but letting it fall apart before it ever gets to where it needs to be
0: yeah he just he doesn't want people to sleep i think is what it comes down (laughs) to because
1: i watch all this stuff at night um yeah i do the same
0: yeah i just don't don't have that much to devote to it but nonetheless i've heard good things
1: I uh, as far as the other one, uh, you uh, you mentioned the Blood Red Sky movie, so I, <laughs> I started it last night and I watched a little bit this morning, but I still haven't finished it. Partially because my kids kept coming in and see? Uh, they're like it's just not a movie you can watch with kids in the room.
0: I mean, uh, there are kids in the movie. I don't <laughs> see what's stopping
1: you. Oh my gosh! Like that that alone. <laughs> probably makes the movie i don't i don't know if i care what what ends up happening in the end because the the terrible like i feel like they went out and they were like all right we need a kid who's not convincing at all who really has nothing but like excited voice and and we're gonna use you to dub over because (laughs) oh my lord (laughs) it's so bad
0: yeah. I don't know why they told him to uh, be cheerful when recording the, the <laughs> dub for that. Um, and, and I think it works out a little better, uh, as we get into, uh, the, the part under you know, the main setting on the, the plane. <laughs> um, but he is just too bubbly at first it's like they slipped him some caffeine or something.
1: Oh goodness. Yeah. I just like it. It's, it's a pretty insane ride. Um, given the events that are happening on the plane the people on the plane just seem like yeah whatever this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a couple
0: of them are moderately concerned but you know, as much <laughs> as the as the kid uh in the the beginning was slipped um you know some sort of caffeine or speed or something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> everybody else got downers and that's, you know, and hey, I'd need him to get through a flight,
1: too. So I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been having that discussion with our middle child. Uh, we, it's, it's easier for us to do like a Florida trip, especially if we're going to Disneyland. It, it's easier to fly, but he, he hasn't even flown before. But he just will not, will not, will not hear the idea of flying.
0: <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, (laughs) yeah uh, i I try (laughs) we're a rare breed what can i say
1: (laughs) i uh as far as flying goes um i do have a flight booked next month um and uh that will be uh our, our first reunion since uh last year in june i believe yes sir I uh, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh the day I get to town we're uh going to Horror Nights which I'm very impatiently awaiting the uh the last few announcements. I say the last few basically the entire event still
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're getting there. It's a little slow. I think they're back there like you know it's it's like a scene from Santa's workshop. They're just like piecing <laughs> together the houses as quickly as they can and yes. you know. They'll think of a theme at the end, I guess.
1: <laughs> so we have what five houses at this point, yes, I believe. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw, the Bride of Frankenstein Lives, the Haunting of Hill House, Beetlejuice, and the Icons House. And I, uh, I mean, it's obvious that the, the welcome to scary Carrie, however, you want to say it, is happening because. 15 people have taken pictures of that sign <laughs> through through their construction or their uh, walls trying to hide things. And someone yesterday posted a picture of an entryway that is likely the speculated Wicked Growth uh, house. So, I mean, there's two more, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're not particularly well-kept secrets, but... <laughs> That's yeah, okay. That, it's I mean, August.
1: That's, yeah, I mean, the event <laughs> is literally like about to start. Uh, I, and I mean, they haven't named any scare zones, which, if you've seen any pictures from the entrance of Universal, it's pretty obvious what one of the scare zones is. Uh, yeah. The icon scare zone, which I mean, I don't think surprises anyone, especially since Jack and all of them have been announced now. And another scare zone that people have been posting pictures of are the uh, the basically the eye that's watching over. So I'm very curious to see what that one's going to be.
0: Yeah, I have complete faith in Universal. They'll they'll make it awesome.
1: Oh yeah, I uh, I I always enjoy that event. And I, I saw Kings Island is bringing the Haunt back, but like they're not really announcing anything. And we've talked about this before. My biggest issue with the haunt is it's fun, but you do the same thing every single time. Nothing changes. You know exactly what to expect. And that can get old after a while.
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure it's hard to come up with new stuff when you don't have,
1: um, you know,
0: different intellectual property you can make use of. (laughs) Yeah. But
1: Like when they owned or when Paramount owned them
0: yeah yeah it was a, a lot easier to come up with stuff <laughs> um but you know they do what they can and it's good for people who can't go to you know uh bigger events like this and uh you know at least have something nearby oh yeah it certainly got us through on the years that we couldn't come down to horror nights
1: we have actually uh here in kentucky a pretty well-known one called uh i think it's wicked worlds And uh, they actually did last year a special house. I think it was in September, November-ish. And did like Jason and Freddy and Leatherface and just like the horror movie icons. I didn't get to do it, but it sounded like a lot of fun. Nice. And we actually, there was one about two weeks ago in... Shelbyville maybe somewhere around there Um, so they actually did just a random weekend house which I'm all for like I wish people would do that more just sporadic pop-up haunted houses throughout the year
0: yeah uh you know horror is not just for October and I it kind of bums me out that we have to wait this long every year Uh, that's why I start celebrating earlier and earlier every year
1: yes Right, well, that's that's what I've. I, I mean, August first for me is the beginning of the spooky season. I, I, I mean, not like, I mean, you know that I. Well, you, not people listening, but uh, that during Christmas time, I chose to switch things up a bit, and I just found Christmas themed horror movies. Basically, what I did was find some of the worst movies I've ever watched, but it did not stop me. I continued to watch them. <laughs>
0: yeah well you got plenty of options
1: i watch like i watched black christmas which i enjoy i mean it's certainly a very different kind of horror movie but i feel like that one still stands up as a as just a good film in general oh yeah definitely and as far as i believe yeah as far as colored christmases go i watched one called red christmas and oh my like I don't even know how to describe that insane movie. It wasn't a good movie. (laughs) And like, the acting was terrible. The plot just really didn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it was all, I, I I understood what they were after because like, it was like talking about mentally handicapped people. And I mean, it, it, the subject matter was a little rough anyway, but to make it even worse, the main actress in the movie was Dee Wallace, who, I mean, (laughs) yeah, like, I mean, E.T., Cujo, um, The Howling. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know how she ended up in this movie, but it was just weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I think people who are mostly known for for the horror genre, uh, don't get a lot of opportunities for solid stuff, and you know you fill the gaps in where they can.
1: But. Yeah, um, the movie actually that I kicked it off with was uh, one that was a couple of years old called Better Watch Out, and it it wasn't terrible. Uh, it was it was definitely like thriller, psychological horror, um, kind of a turning the tables kind of a deal but there are a lot of plot twists as the movie goes on and I feel like the end was a decent enough payoff to where it was worth watching uh, but it definitely had like it wasn't slow burn horror but at times it felt like it, it was like you can't be two different kinds of horror you just can't do this
0: <laughs> yeah well you know I mean you can only stick to your the conventions of a genre so much I guess not having to branch out <laughs> Then you end up like the, the haunt. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs>
0: so, you know, it's good people are trying different things. I mean, that was definitely the case with Blood Red Sky. Um, <laughs> thought you were getting into like, you know, Con Air or something like that.
1: And, <laughs> and uh,
0: turns out uh, just a little different.
1: So. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I don't even know, like, they were obviously trying to go into a subgenre but like really dive in and be something different which i mean they did but it just oh it got weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: what would what would we think if it didn't though <laughs> this it's, is uh, true we can't can't be into the genre without uh, <laughs> liking things a little weird anyway
1: i um there are things that i need to go back and watch um and, and I think we'll dive more into HHN as an event on our next episode. For but sure. I, I definitely need to go back and watch chain, Texas Chainsaw because it's been, oh gosh, I didn't watch it last year. It's been two or three years since I've watched that one. So I definitely need to get back in and watch that one.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I, my goal for HHN as always anytime there's anything based on a movie or a show to uh, to try to to watch that but Texas Chainsaw Massacre you don't really have to convince me much it's <laughs> my all-time favorite so uh, that's one of the few that I own and actually legitimize owning it by watching it repeatedly so.
1: <laughs> I um, as far as the the Universal Monsters movies I I hadn't seen a lot of them uh, but I did change that last year. I subscribed to Peacock and just so happened, they just threw all of the Universal Monsters movies on there, or at least most of them. And I spent, it was actually, I believe, it might've been when I was sick. I just, uh, I just laid on the couch and watched Universal Monsters movies all day. And uh, I, so I, I I need to, I need to watch Bride of Frankenstein, but uh, the, they're they're pretty good movies i mean you have to take them for what they are because they're sure. pretty old <laughs> yeah
0: yeah well they've been lovingly taken care of they've uh, you know some of them have been restored i know and uh yeah peacock is uh really quite good i finally took the plunge and Pay, you know, ponied up the whole like $5 a month. <laughs> yeah. And it is very much paid for itself so far. Uh,
1: it's, yeah, it's a good service. Uh, there yeah. was a, a radio show host here in the state that made the case that HBO Max was superior. And the only reason to have Peacock was for, I don't even remember what show they said. It wasn't like, it wasn't The Office or one of those, uh, which I found weird, but like, HBO Max for me, I like it, but I don't use it much. I mean, I, really? I, like I, I grab it for like the horror films because I believe Friday the 13th was on there and I watched it and uh, of course Suicide Squad. But like for me, Peacock has become, it's. I think I like it so much because all the shows that I apparently just slept on I'm able to go back and watch. Like we, we we're probably on our third watch of Modern Family now. Yeah, so good. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's like I don't know how we just didn't watch that. That's like as far as writing goes, one of the most well written shows I've ever watched. (laughs) That's the best
0: show in the history of network TV, as far as I'm concerned. It's
1: it's excellent, and we're watching through uh, not quite the um, superior writing quality, but still a good show. We've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine and we're on season three of it now
0: that's another one i yeah i hear get constant praise it's it's just really nice to have uh you know these services um for me i would say hbo max and and disney plus are probably my two uh the two i go to the most oh yeah Uh, but peacock's definitely stepped up um in in a place i would not have expected um i have I was a very serious wrestling fan in the 90s um, and then I wasn't and I basically (laughs) haven't watched wrestling in over 20 years. However, (laughs) um, (laughs) the the fact that essentially the WWE network has transitioned over to Peacock and it's all part of the regular subscription. I've watched so many shows from the 90s (laughs) and I just, yeah, I completely fell down the rabbit hole. I've watched you know cuz you get you get all the pay-per-views and you get like the weekly shows uh, yes it's it's so good and yeah i've gotten my money's worth on that alone
1: Uh yeah i i remember the old wrestling days i uh <sighs> probably 97 or 98 i went to wcw nitro and I remember the guy in front of me got kicked out because he threw a Dr. Pepper bottle and hit the giant with it. He's <laughs> <laughs> lucky. he just got kicked out. I know. I know. That was a, uh, that was the heyday of the, uh, Wolfpack NWO. So, uh, I, I, I do remember I bought the red NWO shirt as I was sleeping. <laughs> nice.
0: I've, uh, Actually, one of the things I've intentionally been doing is going back and uh, watching all kind of the pivotal moments of wrestling in those days. So I just watched, uh, I think it was Bash at the Beach when the NWO first formed. Yes. And uh, yeah, things like that and the Montreal Screwjob. And uh, (laughs) yeah, it's been cool to catch up. Uh, I think I only attended one live event for like a major organization. I did see uh, what was then WWF in like 94, maybe oh, um, it was leading up to SummerSlam when there was a fake Undertaker.
1: It was, oh it was yeah. The
0: Undertaker versus the Undertaker. <laughs> yes and uh so yeah i had uh you know there was like actually a very sparsely attended event it was in wheeling west virginia and it was just a tv taping and uh i had ringside seats and had the what turned out to be the fake undertaker walk right right up next to me And that was That's awesome it's an experience
1: <laughs> i uh he was he was when i was younger he was my favorite uh that was uh that was a highlight, but I went to, it was on my birthday, and one of my friends, I think his dad called me, and he was like, hey, we have an extra ticket, come with us, so I got to go on my birthday that year, and, and I, I don't remember anything else about it, but I remember The Undertaker coming out. <laughs> yeah, he,
0: he still, you know, always had the, you know, one of the best uh, entrances, um, and so even the fake one, cause the storyline was, you didn't know which was which at the time. Yes. And, uh, so yeah, it was pretty cool to see. Um, I was, I don't know. I had a few different wrestlers I liked, but I was always a, a pretty big Bret Hart fan. And I remember, um, I, uh, that was, that was what I bought, um, at that show. I got the Bret Hart sunglasses. <laughs> thought I was really cool. <laughs>
1: See, bret hart isn't he sick now is he the one that ended up getting cancer or something and I have, maybe not up, that
0: up. I have not kept up well at all um you know his his family in general has gone through some hard times over the years
1: oh he had uh, a stroke
0: oh did he wow yeah well and that's oh the there it is with,
1: 2016 he had prostate cancer so yeah Jeez.
0: That's the thing with wrestlers man they have uh you know they don't age very well generally
1: it's true um and i I do remember me and my uncle would watch uh, Monday night Nitro and i I can't come up with which wrestler it was right now but I remember the one who was it Owen Hart that was repelling from the ceiling and, yeah like that was awful
0: yeah yeah i remember uh, i didn't see it because i think it was i feel like it was a pay-per-view uh when that happened but like i remember going to school the next day and like the wrestling fans that i knew just crushed it was it was yeah. wild to you know because i mean to have like real life tragedy happen yeah on a show like that was just kind of uh you know certainly unexpected but
1: Oh man, well that's uh, that's funny. I, I've kind of honestly just kind of forgotten about the wrestling days. So. Oh
0: well, me too. So thank you, Peacock, for bringing that <laughs> yeah, all back. Wasting many more hours of my life. But I, I mean, was a big, yeah. Uh, you know. I was a big ECW fan. Um, oh yeah, it was my my promotion of choice. So they've got all that stuff too, because WWE owns it all. And uh, going back and watching like Sabu and. You know, old <laughs> yes. uh, Rob Van Dam and uh, <laughs> man so much so much talent so it's fun uh,
1: yeah I, and honestly like it's it's a pretty cheap streaming service but I do feel like we hit the point where like I I got rid of well I have cable again just because my my family won't let me get rid of it but when I initially cut off cable, I thought I'll do this and go to the streaming services. And of course that's when it was pretty much either Netflix or Amazon prime. And now there's so many streaming services. It's like, well, do I pay a hundred dollars for cable or a hundred dollars for all of the things in cable just separated into groups? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We've definitely fallen into that trap. Um, I think of the like, say top, you know, ten streaming services. There are like maybe three we don't have. So. <laughs> right there: Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Peacock. So <laughs> it's gonna <be> yeah. ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. It's. Uh, I was entertain uh,
0: yourself somehow.
1: I was hoping Horror Nights would do their new advent while we were on here, but they're they're behind. They're not putting it up when they usually do.
0: Yeah, I'm really disappointed because I'm looking forward to that piece of chocolate. <laughs> I
1: don't know if I'd eat it.
0: <laughs> in my in, in the the Bible verse, uh, <laughs> creation of horror nights,
1: Jack three sixteen. Oh well, I uh, I'm, I'm happy we we finally did this again, and like I said. We we have things in the works, and we're really going to try to to move forward and continue posting this time, and not get COVID, and uh, hopefully not work eighty hour weeks. And yes, I'm, uh, those are
0: the biggest deterrents.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, being vaccinated now, hopefully that uh, cuts down on the sickness part
0: yeah and well in the uh, can you get vaccinated against 80 hour weeks because i'm gonna gonna look into that too
1: (laughs) yes so i I, i'm I'm excited about the potential at least there are a lot a lot of people i've talked to that i'm very excited to have on here with us uh and next time i uh i'm hoping by next time there's another horror nights announcement and uh we can add that in, but, uh, I think we'll focus more heavily just because we'll be closer to our actual trip. And I'm very excited about making that trip because it's been a while. Yeah. You'll
0: have to like live stream your flight or something. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> but I'm too cheap to play for Wi-Fi on a flight. So that's, yeah. uh, that's probably not going to happen.
0: <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's, you know, you've got to focus on taking your medicine and not getting hijacked and
1: <laughs> yes, yes, seriously losing my wig Get over yeah there. yeah i've already got all... the right haircut <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh all blood red sky references for those who are not aware
1: yeah, they can just figure it out it's fine
0: yeah yeah, watch it. I mean, you still got to finish it, right? So, Oh yeah,
1: uh, which I might, uh, I might, might do tonight. Might not. It's uh, this is the oldest I'll sound, but it's after ten, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it or not. I get, up, I usually get up around four thirty or five. So uh, <laughs> this time I'm dead. I don't even
0: have that. I I wake up uh, six thirty is about my average, but. I'm still uh, a lightweight when it comes to staying up.
1: I can't do it. <laughs> well, that's, uh, my, my family falls asleep about eight o'clock every night, uh, except for here recently, but which is part of the reason I've had trouble uh, getting another episode in because the kids come down here and are like acrobats flopping through the house. You'll just have to make them the guests. I mean, <laughs> yes. it's all good. Oh, goodness. Uh, My
0: dog got in on the action tonight. Yes, so. I noticed
1: that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, I, I, hopefully we really can stick to a schedule here. Uh, for now, I, I plan on still doing a weekly format. And I definitely want to do what we tried a couple of years ago and find us some bad horror movies that we can uh, we can break down a little bit just because basket case was a fun one
0: <laughs> uh, it really was i don't think we'll have much trouble finding some some pretty terrible stuff um, you true. know talk about our uh, addiction to various streaming services the one that i have never quite been able to pull the trigger on is shutter um i don't so. really recommend it honestly. no okay
1: it was okay but uh I I felt like I I was paying a lot more for not much even the um as it tells from the crypt even that was only okay I was not blown away there were a couple episodes that I thought were pretty good but outside of that I watched some weird Nicolas Cage movie where an asteroid hit um uh, most of the content's just not great i'm not it's, <laughs> it's it's not worth paying to me
0: that's fair that's i uh we'd rather know that now than have to go through that process my, uh, the my...
1: nice the nice part is they do give you like a you can get a seven day free trial but on occasion they'll do like 30 day free trials or something crazy
0: That works that's I'm always really bad about remembering to cancel these things. But
1: <laughs> yes, uh, me too. Until I look at the bank and was like, what's that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always
0: <laughs> under there under, you know, some weird name too. <laughs>
1: yes yeah
0: jelly of the month club or whatever uh
1: my family's still giving me crap because uh i was trying to think of the name of space jam and called it jelly jam so (laughs) yeah
0: well given people's opinion of the the new one yeah
1: it's not great (laughs) i i haven't watched it but my my middle kid loved it he uh he was a fan so i guess the the age group it was meant for loved it
0: yeah well you know my kid who's about the the same age um seemed to like it okay i i really honestly did not think it was as bad as most people are making it out to be i mean yeah it's your very it's your quintessential movie where you have your like you know goofy like amateur film reviewer in his like 30s <laughs> or 40s sitting over here and saying, well the cinematic quality was left a bit to be desired. And it's like yeah, it's space jam, man. Come on. <laughs> you know,
1: seriously, just shut up. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
0: it was fine. I you know.
1: It served its purpose.
0: And and then you've got the school of people saying, well, it's a poor follow-up to the original cinematic classic that was 96 space jam or whatever with you know noted film star michael jordan
1: <laughs> when and in reality it's just their nostalgia <laughs> it has to be
0: and i went back and rewatched it and you know that one's fine too but <laughs> these are not going to be oscar winners or anything
1: so. yes oh man well, I uh, I say we uh, we we call it good here and save uh, save some stuff for next time. but uh, like I said, we'll uh, we'll dive more into horror nights next time, talk a little bit about our plans for our trip because we have some we we have a very exciting horror nights trip this time, so uh, we'll jump into that a little bit more. And probably not next episode, but maybe the one after. Uh, around that range i'll start trying to pull people in with this and should Whether be a lot like of fun. it or not that's right I'm, I'm, so if they're tied up just ignore it it's fine
0: yeah <laughs> you yeah, know they'll, they'll be released eventually it's cool
1: and uh i i like how i'm saying this at the end but um you can uh, you can catch this on spotify uh on apple podcasts uh the uh, the youtube version uh, the channel is just called on an unrelated note and you can also i believe i finally put us on stitcher as well if i'm not mistaken so that is correct um i uh any of those formats and i probably should have said that at the first of the show because it would have made more sense but either way and uh if you if you're so inclined to do the apple podcast version you could also give it a rating that, that doesn't suck. (laughs) I I would not, I would not be upset about that.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I think we've earned a solid two stars.
1: Heck yeah. We counted to four.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. In honor of that. You, you know how many
1: stars to give us there you go two oh, well all right well i had fun and i'm i'm looking forward to our next episode that's actually going to happen so, that's right uh... so we'll see you next year <laughs> that's right and uh, with that we're out uh, right, see you later